Baptist Church. Have your Bibles. Um, turn with me to the book of Genesis, if you would, the fifth chapter. Let's stand as we honor God's Word by standing. Genesis, the fifth chapter. And I want you to note what I'm reading at this time. I'm going to start in verse 21 in Genesis 5. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and began and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And Methuselah lived 187 years and begat Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech 782 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah's life, Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is so blessing to me, Lord, to be able to study it and read it. And it's a blessing to me for you to continue to give me messages, Lord, out of some of the Bible that I study. And, Lord, I'm just thankful for that. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> Walking with God. Enoch walked with God and he was not. Well, I've seen that. I've seen several who claim they're walking with God and then they're not. You know, they're not seen again. That's what Enoch was. Enoch walked with God and all of a sudden he wasn't seen anymore, he just disappeared. And he never showed up anywhere. And God uh, took him, took him on up to heaven. He just disappeared. Well, there's a lot today that just disappear. You know, they claim they're walking with God and then they just disappear. You don't see them. Have you ever known what it means to walk with God? Oh, I know we, we've all got our opinions of what it means, but uh, best example to find out what it means to walk with God is Enoch. Matter of fact, it's as far as I know, it's the only one in the Bible that God ever said walked with God. Now, it's got to be something different if that's the only one in the Bible that it says he walked with God. So there's got to be something different about him, something different about Enoch that caused God to say that. Enoch walked with God and was not. For God took him. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful if someday, even though God doesn't take us like he did Enoch, I wished he would. 
But so far, I don't know of anybody that's just disappeared that they didn't show up on Facebook. You know, I've, I've known people that just disappear, but then they show up on Facebook. You know, it's like uh, when they were looking for uh, that guy that was Iraq over there, Hussein. You know, uh, he just disappeared. But yet, I, I saw on the television where somebody from CNN was talking to him. They didn't know where he was, but that guy from CNN knew where he was he was talking to him. I, mean, I don't understand that, you know. I don't understand when people just disappear and then they show up somewhere. But Enoch, Enoch still hadn't shown up anywhere. And I don't, I don't know that he will. Because I, I don't believe Enoch's going to be one of the two witnesses during the tribulation period. I believe that's going to be Elijah and Moses are going to be the, uh, two witnesses, tribulation period. They're going to show up again at the tribulation period, but I don't think Enoch was one of them. Now Jude talks about Enoch, talks about it, what some of the things that Enoch believed, some of the things he stood for. Enoch prophesied that, that he prophesied of the very days that we're living in right now while he walked with God. But then he was not. He's yet to be found. I don't know if there's a missing report out on him. Maybe a missing report out on him. I don't know. But he's just not. Just think about it for just a moment. You've got a family member that just disappears. They never know whatever happened to them. That one pilot, that lady pilot they had, they never didn't know what happened to her. She just disappeared. But they, they do know that she crashed somewhere, but she just disappeared. They, they, they've been people over the years that, uh, they, they, they went missing and they just hadn't found them, but they knew they had, some of them had showed up. Somebody says, well, they were over here, you know, they saw them over here, they saw them over there. They were seen, but they didn't know where they were. But Enoch has never been seen. He has not been seen since that day. Now, wonder what God has in store for Enoch because he walked with God. You know, I ask a question of, have you ever known what it means to walk with God? I ask a question for I know that there are those who say they are walking with God, but many times they refuse to walk to God's house. They refuse to meet with God, as we said this morning. So, you know, that's not walking with God. If you are on the correct Christian path, then you do the will, you do and will walk wherever God walks. 
You know, you, you follow in his footsteps. God, God doesn't, God never walked wrong. He always walked right. Jesus never walked wrong. He always walked right. And we follow in his footsteps. But you don't have too many today that have ever followed God and then they were not. They're gone. Like I said, you know, I guarantee you they'll show up on Facebook eventually. Walking with God simply means living your life in the presence of God. That's all it means. Just living your life in the presence of God. Well, now wait. Does that mean you have to live your life in church? No. If you're, if you're saved today, you have the presence of God with you everywhere you go. God is there. If you, if you go down, if you go to California, God is there. If you come back to Georgia, God is there. God is everywhere. He's omniscient. He's everywhere. He's everywhere you go. If you're walking with God, then you're walking as He would have you to walk because He's with you. Genesis 17, 1 says, turn over there with me. Genesis 17, 1 says, <clears throat> says, and when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Well, it was said of Job in, in the scriptures that Job was perfect and he was one that in, 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 in evil. In other words, he stayed away from evil. Is it possible to stay away from evil today? I don't know. It's mighty hard. There's always evil, evil's always going on. A lot of evil in the world today. It's almost impossible to stay away from anywhere you go. There's evilness. Where do you go? What does that make it? Does that make it very difficult for us to walk with God today because evil's everywhere? Evil's everywhere. I don't care where you go. Evil's everywhere. You walk downtown lines here, you'll find evil. You walk downtown by day, you'll find evil. What, what does it mean, you know, that you're ever presence with God and you walk as God walked? You know, Abraham met in the presence of the Lord and he received his instructions. I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be ye perfect. Those are hard instructions. Those are tough instructions. Those are hard instructions, but they weren't for Abraham because Abraham walked to please God. It, it wasn't hard for, for Enoch to walk to please God. It was an easy thing for him to do because he, his, his whole intentions 
of his whole life was he was going to walk with God. And he did. And God was pleased with him, and God took him. Didn't even let him die. Now, as I stand here before you, I believe that most all of us are going to go the way of death. Is it because we don't walk with God as we should? You know, death is a death is a punishment for sin. I don't care what you've heard in the past. I don't care how many times you've heard it said. Death is a punishment for sin. If Adam and Eve had not a sin, we would have never had to, had to die. But because of the sin of Adam and Eve, every one of us will go the way of the grave. But Enoch didn't. Elijah didn't. And I don't believe Moses did. Because there was a great dispute over the body of Moses. And, that's, and you know why they dispute over it? Because they couldn't find it. Where, where, where was the body of Moses? They couldn't find it. The devil wanted to find the body of Moses, but he couldn't find it. He just disappeared. Moses went up on Mount Nebo, and he disappeared. God told him, says, you're not going to go over into the, over into the promised land. Why? Because you're going with me. He didn't say that, but that was the intentions. You're going with me. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. That's, that's more than sometimes I can stand to think about things like that. Walking with God is a life that is regulated by the will of God, inspired by the Spirit of God, and devoted to God's plan and purpose for one's life. And that brings on something else. Of course, one must know what the will of God is for their life. How many people today know what the will of God is for their life? What about, let's say, in an hour from now? How many of you know what the will of God is for your life? You know, you, you know, you, you might say, well, I need to talk with somebody. Would that be the will of God for your life? To do it after this service is over with? Or would you just put it off, put it off, put it off until you don't do it? You know you got people you need to talk to. You got loved ones that are dying and going to hell every day because you don't take the time to talk to them. I don't, I don't know, I don't think my brother listens to these, but, but I've got a brother that I'm very concerned with. He's 73 years old and he's having worse trouble with his eyes than I'm having with mine. He done had three surgeries on his eyes and he said he still don't see very well. But let me tell you folks, I'm concerned about him. It's not his eyes I'm concerned about. It's his soul because he claims to be an atheist. He claims there's no such thing as God. You know what the will of God is for your life? Do you know what it means to be inspired by the Spirit of God? In other words, to be led by the Spirit of God in what you do and everything you do, be led by the Spirit of God to do it? 
And you also must know what God's plan and purpose is for your life. What is God's plan and purpose for your life? You don't you don't have a, a wasted, purposeful life, a, a, a non-purposeful life. You don't have that. There's none of you in here. God has a plan and purpose for every one of you. You'll say, well, I'm lost. He's still got a plan and purpose for you. For a saved person, they need to find out what that purpose is for their life. I learned mine many years ago. I learned why God kept me in this world and why God protected me when I was, when I was in danger over the years. I learned why that is. I learned it. When God called me to preach, I knew that that's exactly why God did it. I didn't learn that until God called me to preach. I said, this is why God kept me. This is why God kept me. This is why God watched over me and took care of me. I learned it then. The name Enoch, the the name Enoch means dedicated. Dedicated. Dedicated to yield up to God, to be conformed to God and God's mind and will. That was, that's what the word dedication meant. Enos' very name meant that he was dedicated to God. He was dedicated to constantly follow the will of God for his life. It is one thing to have the mind of a man and quite another to have the mind of Christ. It was the great Apostle Paul who said, For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. <laughs> Something goes through my mind, I wonder sometimes. I wonder if we if we if that's the mind of Christ. Paul said, we have the mind of Christ. He says, for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We don't need, we don't need instructions to follow. I remember Emily, several years ago, she was, had gone to Kentucky and she was coming back and she got in a snowstorm. She called me scared to death. She said, Papa, I don't know what to do. She said, I'm up here in the mountains. I'm in this snowstorm. And she said, the snow is piling up on the interstate. And she said, there's a Jeep in front of me. I said, get in his tracks and stay in them. And that's exactly what she did until she ran out of the snow. She got in his tracks and she stayed in them. I said, you stay in his tracks. I said, don't try to go out like this. Stay in his tracks. And that's what she did. And when she, when they, when she got to, uh, uh, Nash, not Nashville, but, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, she ran out of the snow. And she was a happy little girl. But she was thankful for that Jeep. Thankful for that guy in that Jeep that was, that, that led her all the way down that mountain. She was on top of Clinch Mountain. Let me tell you, that's a high mountain. 
I know exactly where she was, and that's a high mountain. That's a high mountain to get on top of, and it's a high mountain to come off of. Let me tell you, God has, God has a plan and purpose for your life in that He will tell you who to follow. He'll show you who to follow. And it is right, I don't care what it is, it's right to follow the Lord. Enoch followed God and was not. But you remember now, you'll say, was Enoch a young man? No, Enoch was an old man. Old for his day. Though he had a son that was much older, lived to be much older than he did. But he just left here. If we're to understand what it means to walk with God, we must see there is that unbroken fellowship. Now, I want you to listen to this. You know, the problem we have today most of us have broken fellowship with God. We've broken fellowship with God. Do you know what it means? I'm sorry, let me say this. Do you know that when one commits that presumptuous sin as a saved person, fellowship with God, with the Lord is broken? The Lord will not walk. I'm going to tell you, the Lord will not walk with anyone that regards iniquity in their heart. See, that's the key to it right there. God will not walk with them it, uh, as, uh, because they regard iniquity in their heart. That fellowship is broken. And that fellowship will never be come back until we confess our sins and we repent of them. Then that fellowship will come back. And it'll come back, it'll come back stronger than it ever was. There are a lot of professed Christians today who have a broken fellowship with the Lord. And they don't know how to get back into fellowship with the Lord. It's easy if one is willing to confess his or her sins and repent of those sins. For this is the only way you can ever get back into fellowship with the Lord. Only way you can do it. You can't let sin build up, build up, build up and claim you still got fellowship with the Lord. That's the reason people quit praying. That's the reason they don't pray. That's the reason they don't see a need to pray. Because they've broken fellowship with God. Let me tell you folks, I'm, I'm going to tell you by experience, it's a wonderful thing. I, I, I wondered when my dad was coming up, I was a young preacher, and I was wondering how my dad would talk to God for hours. He'd go in his prayer closet and he'd stay in there for hours. I mean, he did. And how he talked to God. And all the time he was in there, he was talking to the Lord. Because I listened one time. I heard him. I stand there outside that door crying like a baby. Hear my dad talking to God. And I wondered, you know, how does he do that? My prayer is nailed down. Ten, ten minutes later, I'm getting back up. But let me tell you, folks, there was a time not too long ago 
I had almost an all-night conversation with God. It was so good. It was so good to lay there in my bed and talk to him. I went to sleep talking to him, wake back up talking to him. It's a wonderful thing. And I realized then how my dad talked to him for as long as he did. It was Amos who stated, how can two walk together except they agree? If you disagree with the Lord and where he's taking you and where you're going, then how in the world can you ever say you're walking with God? If you disagree with the route he's taking you, no, God, I don't want to go that way. I, I want to go this way. I want to do this. Like old Yogi Bear who said, when you come to forks of the road, take it. That's the way a lot of people are when they follow the Lord. When they come to the forks of the road, they just take it. Whether it's the way God is, is leading or whether it's the way they want to go. It's sad, folks. I'm telling you, it's sad and it concerns me. I, I'll go to my grave with that concern. I tell you, I love, I, I, I love the people that I pastor. I love them so much. It breaks my heart. Rhonda tells me, she said, don't get down over that. She said, Lord will take care of it. I said, Rhonda, I can't help it. I can't help it. How do any expect that they can walk with the Lord when they don't agree with what it means to walk with the Lord? You know, there's people who, they won't agree with this message I'm preaching. There's people out there on the Internet who won't agree with this message I'm preaching. And believe me, they'll, they'll call me if there's something they don't agree with on it, if they listen to it. They do, they, they'll call me. If we're to understand what it means to walk with God, we must see there is that continual walk with God. That continual walk with God. When walking with God, there is that continual or progressive sanctification when one is walking with God. As we walk with God, we get better. As we walk with God, we get better. But what's wrong with people when they walk with God for a little while and then they get off on another path and they get worse? Progressive sanctification is when we walk with God, we get better. That's what progressive sanctification means. I, I hear some of these people saying, well, I'm sanctified. You're not sanctified yet because it takes walking with God to become sanctified. Some, some think that they're not walking with God until they're sanctified. No, you walk with God and you become sanctified. That's why that the Lord told Abraham, what did the Lord tell Abraham? I just read it to you. What the Lord told Abraham, he says, walk with me and be ye perfect. You know, we're headed for per perfection. Brother Sam, it'll be a wonderful thing to get to heaven someday. And be per perfect. Perfect. Sometimes we struggle in this life like that's never going to happen. But it is. It's going to happen. That's what he told Abraham. 
I just read it to you. He told Abraham, be ye perfect. He told Job. He told Job that, Job, you're perfect and you're upright. And you stay away from evil. You're a perfect man, Job. Perfection. Perfection is what comes from walking with God. One's life is going toward God and not away from God. That's what I don't understand about people. I'll never understand it. If, if I preach another 50 years, which I'll be an awful old preacher up here. But if I preach another 50 years, then I'll never understand why some people, when they get in trouble, they run away from God instead of running toward God. They run away from the church. They get away from the church. And they make, they make all kinds of excuses as to why they don't come, why they can't come. That's not walking with God. Walking with God is when you get in trouble, you go to God. You go to Him. You don't, you go to Him. You, you run to the house of God to where you can be in His presence. That's why the Lord told Isaiah, said, Isaiah said, call upon Him while He's near. He, you'll never be any closer to God than you are right now. You'll never be any closer to God between now and Wednesday night as you are right now. And then we've got some that's, just forsaken it. We got some that have forsaken it for a long time. When we walk with God, we walk toward God, not away from God. When the Lord saved the children, when the Lord saved His children, He caused the light to shine. In darkness, and the light continually lights the path they walk. Do I worry about going blind? I don't, because I've still got that light. Still got that light. You know, I, I guess I've practiced everything in the world about being blind, how to walk through my house, how to get ready, about to open your eyes. You can do it. I told Rhonda, Rhonda said, no, i got to see myself when I get ready. <laughs> I bet you she could get ready if she didn't have any sight, eyesight. We still got the light. You know, depends how dark it gets. My dad got in his darkest days of his life. And I, that's, that's a Sunday afternoon that I left Friendship Baptist Church and drove up there because they didn't think he was going to be living much longer. And he didn't. He only lived about another week. I drove up there and I walked in the room and I said, Dad, how you doing? He said, you see that light right there? I said, Dad, I don't see a light. He said, there's a light right there. And he said, when I get to it, he said, I'll be all right. He always looked at that light that he saw. There wasn't a light in that hospital room, but he saw one. He saw a light there. He said, when I get to that light, I'm going to be all right. He's all right today. He made it to that light. He died a week later, but he made it to that light. Even though he was dark and dreary for his life, he was out of his head. He didn't even know who I was. He didn't know who he was, but yet he said there's a light there 
that when I get to it, I'll be all right. You know, a good, you know, the standing still, as Moses told those people, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Well, standing still is a good quality in a horse. But it's not a child of God. A child of God does not stand still. He's constantly busy for the Lord. He is continually busy for the Lord. And lastly, if we're to understand walking with God, we must see there is that unfailing perseverance. Unfailing perseverance. One of the, the fifth thing of the, uh, of the tulip. Perseverance of the saints. There is that unfailing perseverance. Enoch walked with God for 365 straight years after Methuselah was born. Many today have trouble walking inside the Lord's house one time or on time. Maybe some had trouble coming back this afternoon. Some had trouble wasn't here this morning. Oh, they got excuses. I've, I'm a, I'm away doing this, way doing that. No, you can get, let me tell you, I'm going to tell all of you something. When I went to college, I was telling Lacey this some time back. When I went to college, I had a wife and a daughter at home. I had a job. I was working 30, uh, 40 to 50 hours a week. I was pastoring a church, and I was going to college. And I never missed a church service pastoring it when I was going to college. Oh, I get so sick of hearing it. You know, you not only provide where you're going to school, but you provide a way back, too. I can't help it. You do. I know. I went. It took me five years to get a bachelor's degree. But I want to tell you, folks, I never missed one service being in the Lord's house preaching. And I never miss one service or one uh, funeral or one wedding in those five years that I was going to school. You'll say, well, you just barely graduated. I don't know. I graduated 3.6 average. I don't know if that's barely or not. Old David Collier graduated 4.0. And he pastored a church too. And he had a family. And he worked a job just, just like I did. He worked the same place I worked, did the same thing I did. He graduated 4.0. Let me tell you, folks, if you're walking with God, it's possible. It's possible. But if you're not walking with God, it's not. You don't know what's going to happen. Not walking with God.
Many walk with God one service a week. Some maybe two services a week. And very few who walk with God every time the doors, the Lord's house is opened. Let us take the time today to thank God for giving the victory over sin, over the world, over death, and over the devil. Take time today to thank God for that. And determine that you're going to walk with God for the rest of your life. God bless you today is my prayer. All right, let's form a circle.